Welcome to the Writing on My Mind podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Emanuela Stanislaus, doctor, coach, and diversity consultant. I finished my doctorate in four years while working full-time, traveling the world, and balancing a busy social life. And now I'm on a mission to create community for other BIPOC women to complete their doctorate degrees. Join me as I discuss the ups and downs of pursuing a doctoral degree. I'll be sharing personal stories, and I'm bringing some friends along for revealing conversations about their doctoral journey and provide inspiration for others to level up as doc students. Hello, and welcome to episode 17 of the Writing on My Mind podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Emanuela Stanislaus. And surprise, this is the last episode of season one. After this episode, I will be taking a short but much needed break. And we'll be back with season two on June 30th, which also happens to be my doctorversary, the anniversary of the day that I defended my dissertation. So that should be fun. I will take the time to reflect on this past season, among other things that I will be spending time doing. I have been going and going, and I think that it's time to take a short break. As I shared, I'll be back soon, so you won't get too much time to miss me. This is the last episode, and I want to talk a little bit about FAIR. I'm extending this conversation from episode 16, where I mentioned that I was in the middle of reading Lovey Ajayi Jones's new book, Professional Troublemaker, The Fear Fighter Manual, which addresses the topic of fear. And during last week's episode, I said that I hadn't experienced or dealt with fear much, which wasn't entirely honest. I guess you could say that fear got in the way of me being honest about my personal battle with fear. One of the things that I've personally dealt with, which I want to discuss today, is the fear of success. Lovey has a whole chapter in her book dedicated to the fear of success, which is interesting because when people think about fear, I think that the natural thing is to think of it in terms of fear of failing. And the thing is, there's another side to fear that is real, and that is the fear of success. To be honest, I've experienced the fear of success through this podcast. I've struggled with wanting to remain small. This has manifested through having excuses for why I can't post about the podcast or really getting caught up in my head about what others might think. For example, I've had thoughts about others thinking, who do I think I am with my podcast? I also dealt with it when pursuing my doctoral degree. While pursuing my degree... I had fear around alienating others who might view me differently. I've also experienced it with the writing on my mind writing retreat. In terms of the retreat, I had a fear of failure. Just wondering, you know, what if no one attends? Or what if people are just unhappy with the content or felt like it wasn't worth their time? All of those thoughts impacted me in terms of procrastinating with getting the word out. And I share all that to just be more transparent. And hopefully in me sharing my experience, it can help others who may be thinking and experiencing the same things. Fair success 
can manifest itself in a number of ways, such as procrastination, uh, flat-out quitting, (laughs) self-sabotage, or even keeping the bar super low. One common way that the fear of success rears its ugly head is through imposter syndrome, where we think we're not good enough, smart enough, we don't belong, fill in the blank. I love what Lovey says in her book about the topic of imposter syndrome. On page 79, she says, Imposter syndrome tells us that everyone else is better than us because they seem to be further ahead or have their stuff together more than we do. It tells us that we deserve less than we're worth because we are replaceable. Imposter syndrome will have us questioning what people say about us that's good. We will ignore the fact that they say we're smart, talented, and gifted, and that the work we do is necessary. But the moment someone tells us something opposite, we take that on as fact. We will very quickly believe someone's negative ideas about us, but question five people telling us something positive. That part spoke to me so deeply because there are so many times where I myself, and you may experience this as well, where we hold on to the negative pieces and it makes us not recognize and not take in the positive things that people have said about us. Another thing that I think is critical to our understanding of imposter syndrome is knowing that it's not a personal characteristic that you wear as a badge or that you own. It's important that we interrogate the systems that make us feel like we're not enough or that we don't belong. In my opinion, there's something inherently wrong about those spaces that make us feel like we don't measure up. One thing to keep in mind about things that may seem scary is that maybe you've never seen anyone go the path that you are walking along. And in that sense, you're pretty much a trailblazer. So there's a real reason why it's scary. You've never seen anyone do it before. What you have to remember is that you have to go for it or you'll never reach your full potential. And I'm saying this in the midst of my fear. And so I'm sharing this to encourage you all while saying it to myself. So while we're on this mission of tackling our fear together, there are three pieces of advice that I think that we can use to address our fear of success. The first one is look for patterns. Are you usually feeling the way that you're feeling when you're on the path to something great? What's triggering these thoughts? Looking for these patterns will create awareness to help you recognize the cyclical nature of your thoughts and make shifts to how you would normally respond. Once you see the pattern, you'll want to ask yourself, what is a positive way that I can view or react to what I'm feeling and what is happening to me at that given time? The second piece of advice that I have is start saying no so that you can make room to start saying yes to the thing that you're running away from. This will help you to stay laser focused on what is the most important and what will help you to achieve your larger goals. And similarly, focus on the one thing in front of you 
that will get you to the larger goal. This is key when perhaps the bigger thing is the thing that is scaring you. And in those times, I like to think to myself of that weird question where you're asked, how do you eat an elephant? And the answer is one bite at a time. Personally, right now, I'm taking stock of the things that I need to let go of to leave room for the things that I need to say yes to. So the other day, I took inventory of the number of work-related committees that I'm a part of, and it added up to a total of nine. I kid you not. I can't keep saying yes to these things that are taking me further and further away from my goals and leave me with fumes to use toward accomplishing my goals. So I'm going to cut that list down. I'm hoping to get it to at least half, and that will give me more room to say yes to more podcasting, more consulting opportunities, and other things that bring me joy. The third piece of advice that I'm taking and that I have for you all is to reach out to a friend. In Professional Troublemaker, Lovey talks about the time when she was invited to speak at an official TED Talk in 2017 and had to decline because of a scheduling conflict that she had for another conference. Two weeks before the TED Talk, she reviewed her conference schedule and realized that she could make it to day two of the TED Talk, which is the day that everyone was scheduled to give their talk. She was excited since day two would be a day where she can come in and support her friends that were scheduled to give talks. When she realized that she could make it for day two, she requested a day pass and the organizer was excited and invited her to take the stage while she was there. Lovey attempted to back out of the invitation, but right before she could send the email, she gave her friend a call. She told her friend she was going to back out of it, but her friend pretty much had an answer to the doubts that Lovey had, where she felt like she only had two weeks to prepare and didn't have the benefit of working with a coach like the other speakers had. Essentially, Lovey's friend told her that she's not like everybody else and that her experience speaking on stages consistently for almost a decade was all the coaching and experience that she needed. Lovey ended up on that stage and her TED Talk, the one that she tried to decline twice, currently has over 2.5 million views. The thing to know about Lovey's experience is that everyone experiences some level of fear but fear is sometimes not based in reality. So reach out to them that could bring you back to earth and get you on the road towards accomplishing your goals. So in the spirit of facing my fears, I want to officially announce that the Writing on My Mind community is officially open and live. It's actually been open for a couple of months, but again, I've been in my head all about it and haven't shared the news anywhere. So this is your time. Visit writingonmymindpodcast.com to join the Writing on My Mind community. This community is tied to my commitment to cultivating a supportive network of women of color and creating this community that I didn't have when I was pursuing my doctoral degree. Join me over there to gain the support that you need. There's going to be opportunities for collaboration, all to counter the systems of oppression that makes us feel isolated, alone, and as if we don't belong. 
We'll have events, group coaching, and tons of encouragement on the platform. It's kind of like a social media platform without all of the crazy noise of Instagram and Facebook. You'll get to create your profile. You can add your pictures. There'll be a wall where people can share information. You'll be able to send private messages to one another and so much more. I want to give a heads up that there is a nominal monthly subscription that you can cancel at any time. You might ask why there's a charge and I have three reasons for that. One is I'm trying to build a safe space and having a small charge is an added barrier of entry to creating the safe space that I desire and that is so important for women of color. The second is people tend to value what they pay for, right? So the charge is on there to create an added value and to help others feel that connection to making sure that the community is successful and thriving. And the third reason is that you'll be supporting me and all of the efforts that I'm doing to cultivate this positive community. So again, join me on the community by visiting writingonmymindpodcast.com. If you go in the show notes, you will also see a link to the page to the community as well. And don't forget to invite other like-minded people like yourself. Again, we're trying to build this positive community So don't keep it a secret. Can't wait to see you there. And since this is the end of season one, I just wanted to take this opportunity to thank you. Thank you for listening, sharing, rating, reviewing, and and financially supporting the Writing on My Mind podcast. Thank you to 87 Treasures, who sponsored several podcast episodes this season. If you haven't had a chance, be sure to check out the show notes for a link to her shop to get your own t-shirts, sweaters, tote bags, and other goodies to celebrate your everyday life and milestones. Stones. I've been blown away by all of the love that I've received. I can't believe that the podcast has listeners from, of course, North America, the UK, Germany, Japan, and six continents. I may not have crazy amounts of downloads, but I know that I'm making a difference and that's what will keep me going. I appreciate all the kind messages that you've sent through email and social media, so keep them coming. Thank you to all of my amazing guests who trusted me with their stories and were vulnerable for the sake of helping other people through their programs. And if this is the first podcast episode that you're listening to, all of my episodes and guests are my favorite, but I would like to direct you to listen to the top episodes to date, which are coming in at third place is episode 10, which is coping by giving language to your experiences with Dr. Linnell Hodge. Coming in at number two was episode two, playing the game of graduate school with Dr. Ayana Martin. And the most popular podcast episode is episode 12, The Mishandling of Black Women in Higher Education with Dr. Monique Liston, which is the episode that made me cry. So those will be some great places to go next after this episode if this is your first episode. And you know what? Those would be great episodes to re-listen to if it's been a while since you've listened to them. So I'm taking this break because I think it's important to reflect and be able to recalibrate. Personally, I can't really reflect in a meaningful way 
in the midst of recording and editing, which means that a break is in order. I'm looking forward to seeing what worked well and what tweaks need to be made in order to make the podcast more meaningful to you and help you accomplish your academic and professional goals. As I take the time to reflect, I would love to hear from you to see what resonated with you throughout the season and what topics you'd love for me to cover in season two. Be sure to send feedback and ideas to writing on my mind podcast at gmail.com and also send questions that you'd love for me to incorporate in my conversation with future guests. We're coming in at the end of the academic semester right before summer break. So I want to send everyone positive thoughts to finish up strong. While I'm gone, stay connected by following me on social at Dr. Emanuela on Instagram and Twitter, as well as LinkedIn. Don't forget to join the community and join me for the writing on my mind writing retreat. Again, all of the links will be in the show notes and I'll see you back here on June 30th. Take care. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Writing on My Mind podcast. If you'd like to support the podcast, make sure you subscribe and rate the show on Apple Podcasts and spread the word to other women of color doctoral students to grow our community. Be sure to follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Dr. Emanuela. And if you're looking for a group of real women of color doctoral students to help you accomplish your goals, join the Writing On My Mind community by visiting writingonmymindpodcast.com. See you on the next episode.